This is the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. Welcome to the Brown Boy Wonders Podcast. In today's episode, it's all about week five of the NFL. And I have a special guest here today. Uh, he's a first timer on this pod. Uh, he's a, uh, I'll say he's a, he's an old middle school friend. Uh, he is from the Big Easy. Here's Tyron. Tyron, man, what's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank Yo, you for having me to, on today. For sure, for sure. Just uh, go ahead and like introduce yourself like to the world, man. Where, where yeah. are you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so um, again, I'm Tyron. Um, again, I'm glad to be here today. Um, avid football fan. Um, actually, I love sports, period. Um, I've been playing sports pretty much all my life. Um, yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm happy to be here tonight and ready to have some good talks about football. Awesome, awesome. Well, first, let's go with uh, your weekend, man. How was your football weekend? Uh, football weekend, my team is the, the Saints. Uh, we destroyed the Patriots. Um, I love to see it. Um, Fantasy-wise, um, I got wins. No, I didn't. I did not. I won in our league. Um, yeah. My first win of the week. It's been a struggle this year in fantasy. Um, we're getting there. And yeah. I lost my first game in our Dynasty League. So, Oh, oh your first, first yeah. loss. Yeah, so it's been bittersweet. It was a bittersweet week. Yeah, I think in my Dy- Dynasty League, I am like 2-2, two, two, something like that. I'm not doing so well. In my work league, I'm like 4-1. and one. In my family league, I'm like 1-4. So I'm like all over the place. Yeah, it's, this has been a very odd year for fantasy. Yeah, because you see, you see guys making a lot of points for a few weeks and they're gone. Like, uh, what's his name? It, yeah. He from Miami. Yeah, and I, yeah, he's on IR actually now. I I don't even remember him getting hurt. Um, yeah, yeah but he's hurt. I think yeah. the yeah. past three weeks we've had a fifty or close to a fifty point score in fantasy. I think Mostert, Mostert and HN week three were forty, both forty and fifty points. Man, that is point crazy. Players. Um, week four. Uh, who went off in week four? Uh, oh, CMC. You he was on your team. He had fifty. Yeah, points. yeah, he did. And then uh, this week was DJ Moore about forty nine points. DJ Moore and Jamar Chase fifty two. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's been it's been it's been crazy. Highs and lows, ebbs and flows of of football. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but let's talk about your New Orleans Saints, man. They dominated the Patriots, thirty-four zero. Uh, what's going on with Bill Belichick, man? I think that changes have to be made in New England. Um, that's up to Robert Kraft, and I know he's very tight with Bill Belichick. They've been working together for over two decades, and I just I I think Robert Kraft might be blinded by the six rings that he's won. You know, with Belichick, um, I, I do know that over the past, uh, since he's been in New England, right? He's been yeah. he's been wearing two hats. He's been the head coach and the GM, and I think he's losing. He has been losing his touch as a GM because I think since twenty ten, there have been there have been two All Pros on the Patriots. One was a punter, and one was a punt return man. 
Oh, wow. Which is, it's absolutely crazy, um, especially having those juggernaut teams that he had in the, you know, the 2000s. Um, obviously, he had Brady, but that the defenses were always stacked um, during that decade. So, in order for the Patriots to be successful, I really do think that Robert Kraft should relinquish uh, Belichick's GM role, and I think he should hire one so that Belichick can solely focus on, you know, football. I mean... He's not been the same since Tom Brady when he left. Um, I thought they were doing really good with Mac Jones in the beginning, but it's just falling apart. Well, you have to remember his rookie year. Um, he had uh, head coach of the Raiders, McDaniels, Josh yeah. McDaniels. He thrived, Mac Jones thrived with McDaniels as his offensive coordinator. Uh, year two, he brings in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. As co-offensive coordinators, which both, you know, Joe Joe Judge was a special teams coordinator Mm -hmm. um, before, you know, before he became the head coach of the Giants when he was with the Patriots, he was their special teams coordinator. And Matt Patricia has always been a defensive guy. So that is true. That hurt. Yeah, that really hurt Mac. And then this year they bring in Bill O'Brien from Alabama, which, you know, Bill O'Brien is an offensive mind, but. We just haven't seen those two click. And Mac Jones has looked terrible this year. I mean, I mean, he slapped uh, Sauce Gardner's, Gardner in the nuts, and after that, it's just not been the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> karma? <laughs> big karma. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Derek Carr made like 183 yards, two touchdowns. Camaro, 22 carries, 80 yards, one touchdown. Michael Thomas. I thought Michael Thomas was washed, but he's doing good now. He just... I've had my frustrations with Michael Thomas, but when he's healthy, he, you know, he's effective on the field. Um, you, you listed those numbers, but we were carried by our defense. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones had a pick six. Um uh, he threw, I think he threw three picks in, the, in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a fumble somewhere in there. And obviously they scored zero points. So uh, defense definitely, definitely, definitely carried. Yeah. And I just, all I can do is, you know, tip my hat off to him. Yeah. Saints are doing well. They, right now they're three and two, um, which is, yeah. which is uh, it's better. But the big story coming out this week is. The New York Jets shutting up your former head coach, Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. Sean Payton. That still is an interesting hire to me because I don't think he wanted that job. Really? I've been, (laughs) yeah. I really, okay, so going into this offseason, everyone thought Brandon Staley, you know, the head coach of the, the Chargers, Mm-hmm. Was going to get fired after blowing that twenty-four-zero lead, and you know defense is playing lights out. Trevor Lawrence throws four picks in the first half. Everyone thinks the Chargers are going to you know run away with this win, and here comes Brandon Staley with his controversial play calling and going for it on fourth down. And you know I really thought he was going to lose his job, and that would have been the perfect spot for Sean Payton to land but you know 
ownership and the front office they endorse Staley, and you know he stays. And uh, you know, obviously, the Denver job opens up. So I don't know. I always thought that was a questionable um, decision he made. I personally think he should have waited one more year. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a, a better um, offense would have been waiting for him um, somewhere else. But um, I don't think Russell Wilson is his Drew Brees. No, 2.0. like I, I don't, I don't think so. And I'm not saying that you know, obviously. Um, the Broncos don't look good on paper. No, they do. They look good, you know, stats wise. But Russell Wilson, he he has been looking better than he did last year. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Sean Payton. That <laughs> he should have kept his mouth shut on the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing. I mean, he said he's the worst head coach of all time, right? Or worst coach of all time. You just can't say that you if can. you're. If you're losing, well, like last week or this week, you're just mm-hmm. losing. I mean, you can't say those. You can't say that statement to anything. Yeah, I agree. He um, should have kept his mouth shut. He and the thing is, that was kind of out of character of him because he never would um, put another coach down or a former coach down. Um, he never did that during his time in New Orleans. So the fact I don't know if he was on his high horse because he had to be on cleanup duty to get Russell Wilson straightened out and to get the whole team straightened out, you know, to kind of reverse the curse that Nathaniel Hackett left. Yeah. I don't know if that, that was the thing because not only with Nathaniel Hackett, but he's been talking down on Russell Wilson. Like he's, you know, he had a quote about, you don't have to kiss the babies. You're not running for office, you know, to Russell Wilson basically saying that you don't have to, do this and, and do that to have an image of a franchise quarterback. So there are, there are times where I just think that Sean Payton, like you can still be an effective and, and good head coach, but you don't have to speak your mind on every little topic. You know, you don't have to respond. You don't have to yeah. speak up on every little thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, didn't he did that uh, bounty gate in New Orleans? Oh, it wasn't him. Oh, was it? It was... Um, it was our defensive coordinator. He was oh. actually a defensive. He was suggested defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, a couple oh. of years back. Damn. Um, yeah, it was him. Yeah, we have that connection. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was Greg Williams. Obviously, we know he was paying players to take other players out. But did Sean um, Payton know about that? I believe he. I believe he did, but he just you know obviously he didn't put a stop to it. Mm. Um, and he tried to downplay it as if he didn't, because you have to know what your coaches are doing, especially your coordinators. You you have to know what the game plan is. So interesting. Um, even if you didn't, that just shows that you know you don't have control over your locker room. That is true. Uh, what do you see for your outlook for your Saints? I see us. Going to the playoffs, I do see us winning the NFC South, and I think that's as far as we go. I think that's. I think we are. I don't know. I'm. I don't. I don't know if I'm completely sold on Derek Carr. I mean, he's a good quarterback. Uh, he is, but he's not great. Ah, uh, good point. 
Well, the Jets, you know, they beat Broncos 31-21. Zach Wilson with almost 200 yards from 199 yards. And then he has that one stupid uh, interception, which is okay. Brees Hall went flying to the yeah. end zone. Um, and Gary Wilson made some few catches there. But yeah, for the Jets, for me, so I've been covering the Jets past, what, four weeks, five weeks now. Uh, it's been up and downs, uh, you know, where Aaron Rodgers broke his uh, Achilles. And then mm-hmm. Jack, Zach Wilson is not playing well, uh, losing his confidence. And then freaking uh, um, Broadway Joe told him he's disgusting. Get get him out of the Jets. All that happened. But in this game, he proved all the doubters uh, out there that he is a great player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or he can be. He can be. Um. So here's my thing about Zach Wilson. Yeah. I still don't know why y'all picked him over Justin Fields three years ago. <laughs> That's still something that irks me. Ah, uh, because you know, Justin yeah. Fields had way more tape. He yeah, was proven. I thought we were getting Fields as well. Um, I don't know why we picked Wilson, but they saw something else. Whatever uh, they saw, I don't see it. I still don't see it. Uh, but, um, right now, right now, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing him focus. All he needs to focus, and you know, you know, don't hold on to the ball. Just throw it. Like when you see that, when you see your receiver, just throw it. Don't overthink. That's my that's my thing on him. Yeah. So, um, back to what you were saying, I believe Zach Wilson had the ba- the best career, uh, best game of his career. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, he again, did. Who did y'all play last week? Last week we played. Um, we played uh oh we played uh Kansas City. Yeah. He had the best game of his career against the Chiefs. Yeah. I know that's so crazy to say. Um but he outdueled Patrick Mahomes. Um he looked like he was um decisive in the pocket. He wasn't panicking. Yeah. He made the right reads. Um had good touch on his throws. Um yeah, and and that's something I had never seen from Zach Wilson. Besides, uh, I think last year, uh, the Jets played the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, y'all were getting blown out. It was garbage time. But he was making again the right plays, the right reads. He wasn't hesitating on throws. And I just don't understand why he can't do that consistently. Uh, as as long he's. Doing what he's doing, I think we'll be fine. I can see us. I don't want to jinx myself, but I see us reaching to the wild card at least. Um, mm-hmm. And while you never know, Aaron Rodgers might show up. He might come and play. We see him mocking. He he is not playing. He had an kill. <laughs> I I know that. You know, medicine and technology have advanced, but Aaron Rodgers is thirty eight. Thirty nine. Thirty nine. <laughs> 39 yeah and he's coming off one of the toughest injuries to come back from as a professional football player granted i know he plays quarterback mm-hmm. but that's still a tough injury to come back from at his age um i i feel like if he wants to play next year and onward i would sit out this year yeah, I do agree. Uh, he should sit out. Well, I do want to see him play, of course, but 
uh, realistically, I do want him to sit out and then recover until next year. But yeah, because Rogers isn't. This isn't Brady we're talking about. Rogers runs with the ball if he, you know. Yeah, he does. If he needs to, and you can't do that on a halfway re- like rehabilitated Achilles. And yeah, yeah, that is true. And his O line, his O line is gonna. They're gonna have him running at times. He's gonna have to maneuver in the pocket, and you need that Achilles intact to do that. Because if there's one part of the Jets' offense I'm not too high on, it's it's the O line, and y'all just lost a guard for the the season. We did. We uh, so, Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that is a tough loss. Uh, you know, it's also Achilles t- too, right? I believe. Uh, I I didn't see the, I didn't look too much through his injury, but I know it's se- season ending. Yeah, well, I can see. Do you see Saints versus Jets in the playoffs? Or no, wait, they're in both. Isn't it uh, Saints NFC? Yeah. Yeah. So, do you see them in the Super Bowl? No, okay. we have okay. So I'm being realistic because okay. I don't know how we are in the playoffs. Oh um, yeah. Either we get bounced in the divisional round, although we yeah, we don't really lose in the wild card round when we make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So either we get bounced in the divisional round, or we we make a deep run and we get our hearts broken in the NFC Championship game again. And I don't know if I can take that. So I'm going to play it safe and say that we get bounced in the divisional round. Hey, man, as long as you're in the playoffs, that's all that matters. Your team we is should, good. We, yeah, we should win the NFC South. Well, another team who we'll probably will see in the Super Bowl, maybe. Well, most likely. It's the 49ers. Uh, they kind of destroyed the Cowboys this past week. Uh, I had a tear in my eye. It was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. Um when I went to work today, they uh, they were all sad. Uh, my one of my my manager was pretty sad because even though he has uh, in his fantasy team, I think he has uh, Brock Purdy. He was so sad that Cowboys lost. I was like, yeah, man, that's what happens. Yeah, uh, Brock was my uh, fantasy QB. Interesting. Yeah, that's so. I see 49ers going through it. Um, also, maybe Chiefs. What also so Chiefs faced uh, Vikings and Vikings lost. Uh, what mm-hmm. do you see, Kirk Cousins and the rest of the guys? Like, they're do you think they'd be traded or? Kirk Cousins has a no trade clause, mm-hmm. so it would be up to Kirk Cousins for that move to happen. Now, do I see a window for the Vikings making the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. But they would have to go on one of those Cinderella runs that they normally go on, you know, because you know they don't win close games. No, they order, you know, and all of their games always seem to end either a three point. It's like either a three point win or loss or by a touchdown. And I don't know how far that team can get without the best receiver in the league. Yeah, Dustin Jefferson's hurt. IR. Um... That's four weeks, minimum. Four weeks is a lot in a a regular season. Uh, But yeah, I actually want to see Justin Jefferson like out of Vikings. Um, Really? 
Yeah, I'd rather seem like it was a popular team like Chiefs. Imagine with Mahomes and Jefferson. No, nope, that's not, a duo. I do not want to think <laughs> about that. Um, like even Joe Burrow. What if Joe Burrow and, and uh, Jefferson? I know they have Jamar that'd Chase, be, but that'd be college all over again. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, Joe Burrow, Burrow. They didn't lose a game that season when they won the championship. They didn't. No one could stop that offense. Time to bring him back. Uh, Bengals came with the win last week. Uh, Burrow has been struggling with that uh, uh, that injury, but mm-hmm. now he's doing well. Uh, I have him in fantasy for like five weeks in my family league, and I was like, you know what, I'm done with him. So I traded him away with. Uh, I think I got like Geno Smith with him, but now he's just playing crazy. Uh, last week, meaning like 25 points instead of like yeah. six points. So that kind of uh, that kind of made me mad. I think playing the Cardinals helped too. Yeah, definitely. Well, but he he's someone I'm nervous about because, like we just talked about, Aaron Aaron Rodgers had a calf strain. Yeah, I actually think that's what led to the the Achilles pop. That calf, his calf wasn't fully healed, and that's something I fear for. Um, Burrow, because a couple of years ago in the NBA Finals, uh, Kevin Durant had the same injury, the calf strain, and he came back and tore his Achilles, you know, because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't let it heal. So that calf is still a concern for me uh, with Burrow. And, of course, that O-line isn't doing him any favors so far. No. So if you have if if you have the defense against Bengals, just play them all the time. If you want, um, I don't know. That's risky too, but because because Burrow <laughs> could snap at any point, you know. But yeah, but uh, what did uh, Kevin Garnett said? Anything is possible. Anything so, is possible. Yeah. So I do see Aaron Rodgers coming back. No, I'm just joking. Uh. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much like the highlights for the past week. I do have some questions uh, for mm-hmm. you. Um, Who is most likely to get to the Super Bowl? The Patriots or the Giants? Oh my gosh. I was not expecting these two teams. <laughs> um, so what did they say wins championships defense, right? Yeah. That's something the Giants do not have no. right now. Teams are running through them. They're passing on them. Um, defense is nowhere to be found. Now, with the Patriots, I can say that their, pa- their defense has been the only thing giving them the fighting chance. Now, I know that they lost uh, Christian Gonzalez, which is you know their rookie corner. He's out indefinitely, and, and, and Matthew Judon, who is arguably the best player on their team, he's out. Um, so I guess we could say, like, hypothetically speaking, if everyone was healthy on this defense, that'd be the only reason why I'd say the Patriots could win a championship. Yeah, uh, Giants, I mean, they don't have... I think they're losing because of Quan Barkley. I know the defense is really bad, but the, the offense, they're m- missing that main player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, 
Yeah, it's just unfortunate that he's not playing. But yeah, I do see the Patriots that I hate. But yeah, I do mm-hmm. see them. I just see them winning that. Uh, dude, another question is, who is more annoying, Stephen A. Smith or Chris Mad Dog Russo? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Geez. Chris Mad Dog Russo yells at everything, and he's an he's an historian, but yeah. he like that that blinds him from how good current players are. He'll mention players like Vinny Testaverde or Otto Graham, and I'm just like, no, no, they played in a completely <laughs> different era of football. <laughs> No, you you <laughs> cannot compare them to the likes of Mahomes and, and the Mannings of the world. And no, um, he also thinks Bill, uh, not Bill Russell. He thinks Larry Bird is the best basketball player to ever touch the face of the, um, you know, to exist. He said that. Line. Yeah, he thinks Larry Bird is the best. He's yeah. I mean, he's great, but not the greatest player. Yeah, and he'll come up with all these stats to uh justify his logic um and then there's steven <laughs> steven a um i have my pros and cons with him okay um, i still don't I, I still haven't gotten over the fact that he got max max kellerman fired i love yeah. max uh, kellerman on first day i do too um, yeah i think Max, even though he brought some interesting takes sometimes, like the whole Iguodala thing, like if the <laughs> if the whole Earth was about to be abducted by aliens and we had to make one shot to make them go away, he would trust Andre Iguodala over Stephen Curry with that shot. No, I wouldn't <laughs> dare. No, um, but I really love Max Kellerman. Um, now I do love how how much Stephen A hates Cowboys fans. That is hilarious. Yeah. And every time they lose, he trolls them. I love mm-hmm. that. But other than that, I'm not the biggest fan of Stephen A. Um, he always has to get the last word in. He always has to disagree with someone. Um, at least like 90, 95% of the time, he's disagreeing with someone. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... I'd have to say, if I like had to deal with either one of them for a day, I'd deal with Mad Dog Russo. I, wow. Stephen A is way more annoying to me. And wow. he's like on every every show on ESPN. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, that's a tough one for me. I would just go with uh, Mad Dog, but he just yells a lot. Uh, Stephen A, that's all he... He, he yeah. does yell too. <laughs> um, but I do like the... the I do like him with Max, but uh, him with uh, Sharp is also good too. I think they, I think yeah. Sharp and Stephen A agrees a lot with each other. When it comes to Max, he doesn't agree with him yeah. a lot. Yeah, but like Max always brought logic into yeah. it. Like even if you didn't agree with Max, you can be like, oh, okay, I see where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Max is doing the morning show with Keyshawn and uh, the other guy. But well, Max isn't on ESPN anymore. Oh, what happened? They laid him off. Uh, remember back oh. in July when they were laying off like everybody? 
Oh, damn. Yeah, Max, Max was one of them. No wonder that yeah. show was, hasn't been on for a while. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, they laid off Keyshawn, too. Keyshawn's on Fox. He, he's actually on with Skip Bayless. Yes, I did Keyshawn. see that. Yeah. Um, okay, that's sad. Uh-huh. Uh, I love but, Keyshawn, too. Yeah, Keyshawn's... I like Keyshawn. Um, what do you think about Skip Bayless? I think uh, he made some... Uh, offensive. Sometimes he makes some offensive comments, especially at that time with Sharp. Uh, but uh, he's okay as yeah. well. Uh, uh, here's what I think. Skip Bayless was made for television. Mm. Uh, and, and he would do anything for views and um, for the spotlight. Um, I, I believe the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, even though how messed up that was he got the spotlight on him mm-hmm. yeah and, that's yeah. yeah and everyone tuned in for that show to see if he was going to apologize so he's very st- tr- strategic in his approach to things especially controversial topics i think we need a guy like that i guess maybe not i don't know um, yes and no yeah yes and no yeah, a little mixture of both. My last question here is, uh, Usher is doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, who do you want for the Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, man. I'll always say this. Um, if he was still alive, I would say Michael Jackson. I think... Oh. I think that a present-day performance would be... That'd be legendary. Great. It would be. Um, I've always said that. Yeah, if he if he came back, um, uh, I do agree with that. I didn't want to see Michael Jackson, but I was thinking of um, my like girl. Yeah, like a current. I was thinking of like oh, dual leap. Like yeah, if you want to go current, you have one in mind. Oh, current. Oh, that's hard. Because uh, the one person who I did want to see perform, he did a couple of years ago, Bruno Mars. Uh, so I can't say him. Okay. Um, he performed like multiple times, like two or three. Yeah, I think he was like a guest or like, you know, like a, a side. For Co- yeah, for Coldplay, I believe. Coldplay. And then I think he did, a, I think he did one in MetLife as well. Oh man, this is hard. <laughs> a lot of artists out there. Uh, for me, I had to go with my girl. Uh, I've been, I've been uh, rooting, not rooting for her, but I've been like with her since day one, and that's uh, and that's Dua Lipa. I think she has a lot of party songs for like a Super Bowl, and I think that will work. I think Levitate would be, uh. Her best song to perform. Oh, imagine she's performing levi- levitating and then she's levi- levitating from the from the field. That'd be sick. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not a. F- I think he's overrated, and that's okay. Drake. But oh. I would love to see what he would. 
like the setup of his Super Bowl stage would look like. I mean, I could see Drake and like someone else, like maybe Lil Wayne, or no, Drake would have to be with a female. Oh, true. Nicki Minaj, so Drake and Nicki Minaj together. Is she still relevant? She's. I mean, she's not relevant now, but she has some banger songs with Drake, I think. Okay, so probably, maybe, perhaps. I mean, they brought uh, Missy Elliott that one time, and she was not relevant at that, at that time. Um, but, but yeah. So, okay, Drake. Drake and... Okay. As, yeah, as long as they don't have Taylor Swift, because they've been kind of working oh. that whole... I mean, I, no I can see that next year. She would probably perform for oh, God, the next Super Bowl. But right now we're going to see Usher. He's going to do some Michael Jackson-esque moves, of course. He's been doing that and in his concerts. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see him. But yeah, that's um, that's pretty much it for this episode. Uh, Tyron, man, where can they find you? Nowhere. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm on Instagram. Um, underscore Tyrenol, T-Y-R-E-N-O-L, and another underscore. Yes, it sounds like Tylenol, but yeah, it's a play on <laughs> the words. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Very nice, very nice. Well, you can find this podcast at the Brown, at Brown Boy Wonders on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, maybe YouTube Music eventually. And uh, yeah, man, any final words? Um, again, thank you for having me. This was fun. Um, yeah. Saints, if we can make it to the playoffs, that'd be great. All right. On three, we'll say who that. Ready? Three, two, one. Who that? Bing bong.